Good morning, I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch The Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your question, so please send them in to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca, and we will answer them on our next Saturday show. How's Mr. Gilbert? I'm good, thanks. Had a good Christmas? Yeah, it went by in a flash, actually. But it was good, very good. Santa good to you? Yeah, Santa was very good to me. Yes, no complaints. Did he give you a curling shot, you know, or give you a better curling game? Uh, no. no. I, well, who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens in the new year. But yeah, I think my curling game's pretty solid these days. But yeah, and had a nice, um, nice Christmas meal at uh, at Liz's. She had made a turkey and all the fixings. It was great. And a bun. I did not have any bread. No. Sorry. Okay. Well, I had a couple for you. Oh, did you? Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> um, last chance for volunteering for the briar. Um, so you can go to curling.ca backslash 2023 briar backslash volunteer, and you can volunteer online. And we got a favor we got to ask of all of our listeners. Oh. We need you to vote for the Community Vote London. Right. Community Votes London. Uh, we're in two categories, the gas fitting and, and piping right. and the heating and cooling category. And right. both these categories are under the contractor yes. um, section. Yep. Look for Peter Inch and Associates. Yep. So if you can go and vote, uh, london.communityvotes.com backslash three dots backslash home builders and contractors <laughs> couldn't make it easy could they or go to roy or peter inch and associates facebook page and find it there and you can click on there and, and make sure you like us first it, like yep. us and then go to community Posts. and follow us we yeah. want you to follow what we're doing because we got a lot going on um we're going to be closed on january 2nd just let everybody know so we're taking that day for um new year's right and you know you were saying um you had murray on last week talking about the hometown hero right yes that's right so if you know of somebody who's making a difference in our community by serving others please call or call the office or email us right with that information we want the information yep yes. and we can take a look and uh go after that that'd be great and uh, uh your christmas was busy 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 answering the phone so uh, we uh, we yes. ended up having our family christmas on the 23rd okay and then on the 24th the world well yeah the world was crazy on the 24th and, it was nuts yeah we took 57 calls we did they started at 5 a.m yeah brandon baldwin uh, told me that he got his first call at 5 a.m yeah and uh, we went they went right through to midnight and then that was the 24th. Then on the 25th, it was like, you know, the sun must have shined and it must be 100 degrees out there because all of a sudden the phone stopped. We only got, I think we took eight phone calls, but only were out to see two people that day. Right. And then it picked up on the 26th Six, and, and then the, the 27th. 27th. Yes. But uh, that uh, was, we were able to fix 
roughly 45 of those over the phone by uh, plug vents plug vents was the big part a lot of a lot of drifting snow yes and we said go out shovel three feet either side three feet in front put your fingers up and swirl them around inside the vents and then try to turn the furnace switch off so if you don't know where your furnace switch is please locate it yeah but turn the furnace switch off for five minutes turn it back on if it doesn't fix it call me back never got a call back from 45 people got well i got two callbacks saying thank you and merry christmas because they got them heat right then we got a few that said i got poor heat like i got it set at 21 and i'm only getting to 19 you know what could the problem be i said hey how's your furnace filter (laughs) (laughs) said go down and check your furnace filter and if it's dirty change it yeah, see what Wait happens. a half an hour and call see me what back. Yeah. yeah, so that, that fixed those. So it was quite a day of, you know, Diagnosing like, over the phone. and yeah, yeah. Being and by, on the radio and fixing them. So. And uh, thank you to Brandon Baldwin and Josh Betancourt for uh, that for the 24th. Apparently Josh just decided he got looking at the board and just started moving calls off Brandon and putting them on himself. So. Yeah. And they, and I mean, and Rob and Craig, everybody, all four of the guys worked their butts off. They worked their butts off all holiday season. So thanks, thanks to the team. Yeah. Great job. And the, uh, the, and we're there, you know, for emergencies. But again, check your vents, check your filter, know where your furnace switch is. Because, and I was surprised some people said, well, I don't know where my vents are. Oh. So I had to say, go down, stand in front of the furnace. You'll see some white or black pipes. Follow that to the outside wall, and then that tells you where they are, and you got to go outside where that is. So you have to shovel your way to get there. Yeah. <laughs> so just you know, those are things that you need to look at pre, you know, throughout the winter. Because an example is at my house, my tankless water heater vents low. And it usually plugs two times, three times throughout the winter. In that storm, you could see the mulch. Oh. Because the way the wind was blowing, it wasn't getting any. But at the back of my house, there was a five-foot snow drift wow. right by the vents of the furnace. Okay. So at the front of my house, I could see the grass, and the, but at the back, it was a different world. Wow. So you need to, to know where those are. Make sure you're checking them a couple times. Your gas meter as well, your HRV vents, all your those things. Yep. dryer vents, all of that stuff needs yeah. to get looked at. A dryer vent, in most cases, will heat it up and melt it with the heat coming out of the dryer. But That's I only can, if your dryer is running. Right, and a lot of times the flapper will get stuck open. Stuck, yeah, and then you'll feel cold. If you open up your dryer, you feel cold air coming in, you know that your flapper is open. Right, so, you know, even checking that and... and going out and, and making sure it's closed once in a while. So does that mean we have 70 new customers? Uh, no, because I didn't enter them into the computer. I just fixed them. Oh. Now, I was so busy. The one thing I, I want to kick myself for is, so how did you hear, hear of about us? us? You didn't ask that question. I was just, I'm on the phone, and the phone's ringing again, and are you there helping me? No, no, it was just oh. Peter answering I, that phone. All you had to do was text <laughs> and just say, Help. You just play that Beatles song over the radio. Help. I need someone to help. Yeah. I didn't even have time to brush my teeth. 
five o'clock in the morning, I was woken up, and away we went. I see. So okay. it was quite a day. Um, 650 people following us, so make sure you do that. 650. So we moved up since because we were 649, like, yep. uh, like the lottery. So. so we're moving up one. Okay. Uh, we had some questions come in. Uh, again, everybody, I think, was enjoying their family and that. But, you know, the first one, guess what it's about? Venting. Right. Drifting in snow. Majority of the snowstorm calls when heats up. And when heating, heading on vacation, have someone lined up to check your vents. Yes, always. That's always important because we've got to make sure that the vents stay clear and that we can. Um, that way, you won't have a you won't have a an interruption of your furnace because if you're if you're away, then who's gonna who's gonna find out that the furnace actually didn't turn on? So it's important that that get looked at. So you know and. and because if you're not, you know, in that storm, people may not have been able to get over to check your house it's because true, it was they're so dealing bad. with their own. Yeah. So there's also you can get um, warnings or or things to let you know that your house is getting cold at that point. Yeah, I can talk about that in the break. So we so we're going to take a little break here. You're listening to the Inch by Inch the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. So again, having people come out and check your home when you're away to make sure for example we didn't have those vents uh, plugged but we were mentioning that there is some different devices you can get to tell you that your house is getting cold right so there's i mean we have we have wi-fi thermostats number one are the biggest thing you know we can you can have a, a thermostat these days they are widely used uh made by everybody honeywell makes one we use ecobee here mostly uh but you can install a Wi-Fi thermostat, and uh, it, you can keep track of your home. doesn't matter where you are as long as you have an Internet signal and the Internet's on at your home. Uh, you can always check the status of your house. You can change the temperature, change settings, whatever you want to do uh, from, a, from a different location. So, you know, those are, those are the easiest things. They're great Christmas gifts, um, which is just passed, but... You know, you can always pick one up. We carry all the guys carry them on their trucks. So if you if you needed one, they could simply install it for you and your home. And you know, way we're talking the olden days, Steve. Old. There used to be one that you would put on a lamp, and when the temperature got cold, the light bulb would turn on the lamp, and the neighbor across the street could see that the lamp's on, and then would give you a call. Get out of here! Yeah, they did. Dad had one of those. I'm in sure his he did. <laughs> but that that was kind of a unique thing that if the lamp's on in the window, we got a problem with the temperature in the house. I do remember the time when we were putting uh, we were putting different ones in, and they would send a fax to our office if if uh, if, if there's there's a sensor system put in we're in the furnace, and if things went if the system shut down, it would send the office a fax. Yeah, I remember those, but yeah, didn't 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 know about the light bulb thing. And wasn't the fax machine in the basement? It hooked up down there. No, no, the fax machine was right, right, right outside Ron's office. Okay. 
Yeah, I just remember in the basement there was a, a printer that would print off. Oh, yeah, the printer might have been down there, but the fax machine was right outside the uh, washroom, right outside Ron's office. Yeah. Way oh, back. Way, way back. back. <laughs> We're dating ourselves here. Now, I got one that came in says, I have a tankless water heater. I'm finding recently that the water is taking a longer time to heat up before it reaches our second floor ensuite. Any suggestions without having a service call? <laughs> well, I'm going to probably tell you, when's the, my question to you is, when's the last time you had a maintenance done on that water heater? Uh, that's probably what's going on. Um, those tankless water heaters, just like like the water that we use every day here in southwestern Ontario, it scales You get because it's seven grains of hardness, which um, it's not... People don't say it. They say it's not hard water, but anything, it is hard water. But um, seven grains of hardness just means it's going to produce scale. So that scale comes in the form of it's going to build up on the inside of that heat exchanger and that water heater, and you have to take it off. So if you haven't had a maintenance done on that water heater for who knows how long, um, I do mine I do mine annually, but you, know, you shouldn't go more than two years without one. Um, if you haven't done that, I can probably rest assured that that's going to be part of the problem and could it be the water's colder in the ground you well, know the water coming through the pipes and that from it, outside it should be i mean that would have been a sign obviously we sized they, they make tankless because the, the water temperature in our area is 40 degrees fahrenheit and so they don't produce water as quickly because they've got to get it from 40 to 120 so there's an 80 degree temperature rise and that takes a lot of energy but uh, keep in mind that those water heaters can do that but if they're not if they're not firing to full capacity then it's not going to be able to produce the same amount of hot water it did before and and you know we the the um, color of the vinegar that we use to flush through when it comes out is almost just black well it's certainly it's a it's a nice it's a nice amber color. It'd be a nice color of a of a of a of an amber beer that you drink at uh, at the pub, like Coke almost. Well, looks well I mean that's <laughs> that's really dark. Probably might have the same acidity as the Coke. Yeah, you know, you it should, probably does. You should just you know, there you could save yourself some money. Just get some recycled vinegar that we take out of heat exchangers. You could just drink that. Okay. No. No, right. no. 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 <laughs> I'm. The um, we had a I was just checking to see if you're listening to yeah. me or not. Yeah, I was. We had a gentleman come into this store the other day, uh, had a humidifier put in, was upset that he wasn't getting, you know, the humidity level in his home that he required. He was down at 25%. He had a picture of the valve, and he wanted to, you know, it was only a quarter open in his eyes, and he wanted it fully open. Okay. So I went back, got the valve, um, got a water panel, and I showed him, you know, how, at a quarter how much was open, and then I showed him fully open. And I said, now you picture you're fully open and all the water's running across that panel, and the panel can't handle it, and now it's just running right through the panel and out the bottom. I said, it's like turning a tap on. Oh, I didn't. I said, so we want to wet that panel and keep it moist and then allow the air to blow through it and humidity into your home. Um, he hadn't changed the humidistat. 
So he was looking at the humidistat percentage by the temperature on the little sticker on okay. the humidistat. Yeah. And I said, no, put it up to 60. I said, you're never going to get to 60. No, nope, not ever. But I said, at least the humidistat will be calling every time the furnace comes on and we'll be putting humidity into your home. So it was, so we had a question here. I'm finding it dry in my home. I have a portable unit in my bedroom. Any additional suggestions? We disconnected the old one, a crusty sponge, as it was leaking water and making a mess down uh, onto the furnace. Right. So keep in mind that uh, it got really cold uh, very quickly uh, last week, and uh, that wreaked havoc. So that'll dry your house up in minutes. So keep in mind that relative humidity in the wintertime is tough, uh, but with these fluctuating temperatures, it's warmer this weekend, so your humidity levels are going to start to pick up again. So the idea is not to let them get low. So even though uh, you need to be running those humidifiers all the time, once once your furnace is on, you need to be adding humidity. So to stay ahead of it, uh, it's always going to drop when it gets really, really cold outside. There's nothing you can do about it. That's just the drying effect of really cold air. Uh, but um, be consistent with your humidif with your humidif humidific with your humidifiers to add humidification in the house. So um don't don't let up uh i mean you're gonna have to let up if it starts raining in your house because there's too much moisture but you need to keep on adding moisture because as it gets colder the house is going to demand more um, make sure your humidifier panels are replaced every year that way they can they can provide as much moisture as you can when we install humidifiers we typically connect them to the hot water line because we want to increase the amount of humidity we can create in a house through that humidifier unfortunately if you have a on-demand tankless hot water that's not going to work because they just don't there's not enough flow for them to turn the hot water heater on that doesn't mean that they're not going to work they just don't work quite as well with cold water as they do hot water and if you're really concerned like you got a grand piano or a lot of wood or really a flow through humidifier is not the solution. Well, no, because you know we size. You can size humidifiers for a house. So if you've got that type of demand in your house, uh, then you're going to require steam humidification. So you're going to need a steam humidifier to do that job. And uh, you can with a steam with steam humidification, it will achieve the desired effect. Um, they're more expensive. Uh, but they certainly do work and keep your house where you need it to be. And there was steam used to be an issue. We had problems with them. We didn't recommend it, but they've improved now and yes, have and come to a better place. Yeah, and, and now there's instead of uh, there's just a canister that you replace, so there's not going to be a whole lot because it's there's not going to be a lot of scale buildup. There's scale buildup within the canister itself, but it's a replaceable part. So uh, it's a cleaner device. Uh, they work really well and they you still they still need to be maintained all humidifiers need to be maintained so you're listening to the inch by inch the home comfort show presented by peter inch and associates heating and air conditioning when we're not on the radio you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always always online at peterinch.ca and we will be right back welcome back to the inch by inch the home comfort show Presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. And you were talking that, you know, um, 
humidifiers all need maintenance. Yes, they do. You know, what I learned on the this past weekend with all the calls was none of those people had maintenances with us. Probably. Out of, you know, I'm going to say the 100 phone calls we took, there might have been two that, that we had been that. out and maintained. Okay. And... They were plugged, felt plugged vents. Right. So they were, but the, but they're potentially all brand new customers. So, right. So, again, we talk maintenance, 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 maintenance. Get a maintenance done, but it is important to get that done to make sure you're going to go through the winter without hopefully problems or headaches. Right. Um, well, because you know we we had an incident just just uh, just last week where. One of my customers were doing an install for, and um, they realized that there was something going wrong with their furnace. So the day before, we're coming to do an installation of a heater. Uh, his furnace motor burns up. How did you, and uh, that wasn't readily available. No, not available in the city, not available from Toronto to Windsor. We had to drive to the factory. Thank, thank goodness it's a Canadian factory. Yeah. Yes. So I drove to Barrie to pick up a furnace motor. Yeah. We didn't have to go to China <laughs> or Mexico. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, so you went to Barrie, but that's, you know, a six-hour round trip. It was a six-hour round trip there and back, and uh, I left at I left at 11.30, and we had his heat restored by 6.30. Now, I hope he's on our maintenance plan now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we would have caught the motor before it burned out. Right. And yes. and replaced that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So yeah, all those um all those things are kind of they're they're important. So uh, a regular maintenance, it's hard to say would we have caught that motor burning up hard hard to know, but um you, you that's what that's what the guys do. They they use their they use their their ohmmeters and they check things out just to make sure that it's drawing the proper current and they're not running hot or have the potential to fail. That's what they're. That's what a maintenance does. Well, and this is a question came in. I had a technician over recently as I had water on the floor by my furnace. He found that the drain line was plugged inside of the furnace. Could I have done anything to prevent this? Well, no, because he doesn't know the inner workings of the furnace so you would not something that he should be going in to to do something with so that's something that we would do on a maintenance we'd make sure that that drain is clear right so what could he have done had a maintenance done right book a, get on our maintenance plan and then we check those drain lines and we would have make sure they're clear just so that this doesn't happen yes yeah. So that, that a maintenance is preventing future failures right. in most cases. No, not in all cases. Not all cases, yes. But in most cases, we can determine there's going to be a failure and try to get that repaired before it actually does happen. And the guys will educate you too, so they'll tell you the importance of the filter and, and what happens if you don't change it or your humidifier pad or making sure that your vents are clear. They they go through those things with you to educate you just, just so that you're aware that if a potential problem does occur, you know how to handle it. And I'm going to suggest they show people where their vents are outside. Are. Yeah, we may uh, want to talk about that just to say, you better bring a customer out and just say, do you know where your furnace vents? And just uh, because in some cases, there are, there are some cases they vent out on the roof. Now, if they're plugged, um, 
you're not going to be able to do much about that but no. uh, they typically don't plug up there but sometimes so it's definitely you know after the weekend something we need to add to our checklist yes now I had a, got another question I'm having my water heater replaced as I do not wish to run any longer do I need to shut off the water and empty the tank before the installers come or is that something they do no, we look after all of that. So, I mean, uh, there's no sense in you doing that. The water coming out of that bottom of the tank may not be uh, pretty. And if, if you, you know, they've got a, they, they carry a pump so we can extract water quickly. Um, but they'll look after all of that. Um, they'll cut it. They'll cut it loose, empty it, and then uh, bring the new one in and install it. So it's not something you need to do. We can handle that for you. And how long, the second question they had was, how long should a tank last for? Well, these days, um, if, you get, if you get 15 years out of your tank, you're doing well. So uh, they're, the, they're in the 12 to 15-year range, or uh, what water heaters are going for. Tankless, you might get a little more life out of those. You might get in the 15 to 20 range. But there again, it all depends on maintenance. If you don't maintain your equipment, it's going gonna, it's gonna to live a shorter life. So... Um, really, people don't understand that on their tank water heater. If you if you were look if you look into the in the uh, owner's manual, which we leave on top of the water heater after we install it, if you flip through there just for maintenance, they'll want you to to draw off about a gallon of water off the bottom of that tank annually, and that's just to stop sediment from building up there and sitting at the bottom of the tank where it'll start to react and rust. So. Um, people don't realize that that even a tank water heater should have some sort of maintenance on it now if you've never opened that valve for 10 years well the plastic valves i'd never open but i mean the the, the brass ones um are probably okay but if you have never opened it and it's a 10 year old tank don't open it because it just won't seat and close properly after that and then you just get drip 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 yes. drip but if it's if it's a new water heater within three years of age you know and you and you want to do that to extend its life then i would take a little water off the base of the tank every year and and what's the options for people so they can purchase it yep they can rent it they can rent it yep and is there a third option we have clarity um it's another option it's 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 like a rental but it's it's more like a it's more like a rent to own so after after 12 years the tank is yours um and at that point in time, you can, you, you can, it's out of warranty and it's, it's, it's really, it's your tank at that point in time. So really, um, those are three options for people. Uh, but keep in mind that if you own it, you still have to make sure that you maintain it. But Clarity, it's up to us. We, we have to, we maintain it for 12 years. So if you're on our Clarity program, then uh, that tank is our responsibility for the next 12 years. Now, we talk a lot here about local and, and being in the community and giving to the community and giving back. But we see a lot of companies from out of town, whether it's Toronto, Chatham, Windsor, Sarnia, all coming in town trying to get work. Right. Which I've always said, isn't there enough work in your town? Or <laughs> have you burned your reputation in your town and you're now coming here? 
Well, and, and the prime example is on the 24th when, the, when people are looking for help and you call that company, where are they? Are they going to be coming to see you? Not likely. They're just going to, one, they may not even answer the phone, but two, they'll just probably say, well, we'll have a truck in the area in the new year so we can stop by and see you then, yeah. even though you don't have any heat. So keep in mind, being local will help um, help support that service area. So, you know, we will we service everything we sell and install. And so that's just an important fact that you may want to look into when you're choosing your contractor. Yeah, I mean, 401, 402 is closed. Right. So if I'm in Sarnia, Chatham, or Windsor. How am I getting to you? Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I heard on the other side of Toronto, like uh, – peterborough side 401 was closed right so you're kind of stuck at that point of what you're going to do but you know and what i said to everybody is that i took a call we'll get there i can't guarantee you the time because of the road conditions you right. know a 20 hour drive was taking an hour right or a 20 minute drive was sorry taking an hour, was yes, taking an hour drive, yes. so it we got to them all but we just couldn't say our regular will be there between 10 and 12 and 12 and 2 and our two-hour window at that point was couldn't be met. We had to just get there when they could. And they did it, like you say, Brandon, Josh, Craig, Rob, they did a great job looking after everybody. Yeah. So we're going to grab a quick break here. You're listening to the Inch by Inch, a home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, We had a few fireplace phone calls, uh, excuse me, in the last week. Um, Is there, like, can any thermostat work on a fireplace? Uh, No, no, not every thermostat can work on a fireplace. Um, It it just depends. It's a millivolt system, so uh, you really have to be careful um, what to use. So, I mean, you just, I mean, you can't connect an Ecobee to a fireplace or a Nest to a fireplace. It just is not going to work. So um, you just need to to call us if you're looking for something. Some people use remotes on on their on their fireplaces so lots of different choices but you really need you need a technician to come out and explain that to you and give you some options now we get a call from a lot of people who are asking um you know i want a basic thermostat you know i not i don't want a program i just want it simple i can go up and down heat cool right is that available well keep in mind that uh, manufacturers like like Honeywell, which is one of the big one, or White Rogers, like they mass produce thermostats. And what I explain to people is, really, thermostats these days may contain everything that they don't want, but those features are just turned off. So, uh, like Honeywell produces a thermostat which we can turn the Wi-Fi off or leave it on. We can uh, we can turn programs on or leave them off. All those things are within a thermostat these days, and so. Just like your Nest with all those features that you didn't want to use, those are features that you can turn off uh, just to make the thermostat more user-friendly for you. So um, it just 
we, we try to explain to customers, you know, really we want to make it as simple as possible, arrow up, arrow down, uh, heat selection, heat or cool. Um, so really as long as no one wants to change thermostat, if you've got an old mercury thermostat on the wall, it really needs to come off and be replaced with something else. And the mercury, just chuck it in the garbage, right? No, no. <laughs> just throw it out. Just no. open up the can, toss it in there. No, we have to, re- we, we have, we have to collect those, and uh, they get disposed of properly because um, mercury is not a good thing. It can, it can contaminate a lake. If it were to go into a landfill and get into the water supply, it's not a good thing. So uh, we actually take that uh, thermostat, and we collect it, and it gets recycled properly. And then the um, also you have mercury thermometers way back the old ones, Steve. You know that they used to put under your tongue. You remember that? I remember. Yes, yeah, those remember. had mercury in them. Yes, they did. Yeah. So you should be careful disposing of those yes. as well. But yeah, we do collect them. We put them into a container that uh, once that container's full, we then ship it back and it's disposed of correctly. Yes, it's like asbestos. Don't throw that in the uh, in the waste garbage as well. Yeah. That's got to be uh, taken care of. Now yeah. we've ran into a few jobs where we've run into asbestos again for a while. You know, you know, it kind of died, and then now it seems to be coming back again. Yeah, I mean, there's certain areas of the, you know, the certain ages of of homes where you just you just know that there's probably asbestos in the house, and it's not a question of of if it's in there; it's where it is, and you just kind of look for it and some of the times it's in a place where it's not going to it's not going to bother anybody it's you know but if it's if it's within six feet of the furnace it's going to cause us a problem and we have to deal with that so uh, i'm not going to put our our co-workers in a place where um they can be in 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 front of any asbestos which could be airborne for them so we're going to protect our workmen and um it's not something a homeowner can just remove uh, because you don't have a certificate and how to abate it properly. So uh, we have those discussions with homeowners if there's asbestos in and around a furnace. And um, if you choose a contractor who doesn't care about that, well, then it's really at your health because they get to come in and go out. Uh, you get to live in it after they've disturbed it, and that's not very, a very good thing. Well, and you need to if you know there's asbestos in your home when you go to sell that you need to disclose that you should be disclosing it yes absolutely so it's it's not a bad idea to get rid of it if you're ever thinking well i'm going to sell the house in a few years right to get rid of that so that that doesn't become a roadblock when you're trying to sell your house yeah yeah the uh you know you know how bad the weather was okay how bad was the weather we had to close the curling club Oh, my we sh- goodness. The Friday, the 23rd, we had to shut the curling club doors, lock them. Nobody's allowed there. The weather was so wet. Wow. Yeah. I, I can't remember the last A time. A winter sport that gets shut down because of the winter. Yeah. The last time that we shut the club down, it was called COVID. Is that right? So it's, uh, that was something. But the phone was called, and the, the prez had to make the call. Oh, so you made the call to shut the curling club down. Yeah. Boy, aren't you? Good thing you're not up for re-election, right? <laughs> well, I don't think I'll be getting any <laughs> Christmas presents from all the curlers. But. And your, your parents just had a wedding anniversary. They did. Um, 70 years. Wow. Yeah, I said, I don't know. I will, I'll never have that anniversary. 
<laughs> well, you'd have to be married, number one. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, 70 years. So we took them to the Idlewild Inn. Idlewild Inn, nice. Uh, grand. And yeah. Uh, yeah. had, you know, Tim and Wendy and Pam and Daryl and Sandy and Ron and myself. and All uh, together. Had, yeah, uh, sat around the table. And it's the wallpaper is leather. What? In that room. Really? And there's only two other places that had that. Is that right? One is called Buckingham Palace. Oh. And the other is called the Titanic. <laughs> so one sunk, and the other one, you know, had some trouble, but that's where we had the 70th. So it, it was a really neat room. And, and how, was your, how was your meal? Great. Great meal. Steak. We, oh, steak, know, Caesar salad and steak. Steaks so all around for the Inch yeah. family, yes. And then yes. moose, little moose, what? chocolate moose thing for dessert. Oh, okay, chocolate yeah. moose. I thought you were talking about bowling for a second. Yeah. <laughs> no. But, yeah, no, it was good. So congratulations to Mom and Dad. And yeah. Many more, and Dad's uh, birthday was yesterday. Was that right? Yeah, on Friday the 30th, and, and Pam's. So uh, we... We had a little celebration for that as well. Um, oh, very nice. That day. Well, so. what, a, what a great milestone. Yep. So yeah. lots of eating going on. I Yes. You can tell putting the weight on. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in a chair just answering the phone, not moving. I said my thermostat even sat back, didn't think I was home because I wasn't up moving around. Oh, you're so. just sitting right by the telephone. I kept telling the dog, jump, jump up so it knows you're here. So you're on the phone. <laughs> Answering calls, watching the World Juniors, is that what you're doing? No, I didn't. I couldn't even watch. I honestly, all I did was answer the phone. I did not get to see a TV or anything. I didn't even have lunch. Wow. Finally had to get some supper because, you know, I was starving. But I didn't have any <laughs> any lunch at all. I don't even think I had more than one Coke that day. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not How'd kidding you. Feel? I was shaky, you know. <laughs> <Things> were <laughs> you were shaky because you're going through withdrawal. Yeah, but no, it was. It's on. I I hope we don't go through that again. You know, for the guys out on the road, but also for all the people who called that had no heat and yeah. was dealing with it. But thankfully, we were able to fix a lot of those over the phone, and they were able to get the heat back on. Yes. So. Wow. So, what do you got planned for New Year's? I uh, don't really don't have any plans for New Year's. Just uh, maybe just, you know, I'll, I'm just going to try and stay awake for midnight. Right? Watch the ball drop yeah. on TV. I might, you know, I might be looking at the back of my eyelids, at, you know, because that's, that's, you know, just, I don't know. We'll see. No plans. You? Going to the Knights game. It's early. Okay. Then uh, go home and go to bed. <laughs> I don't stay awake waiting for the ball to drop. You know, I just go to bed. Yeah. Wake up the next day and It'd be a nice thought, right? But I just, yeah. You know, we used to go out. We used to. Yeah, we used to have dances at the curling club. All kinds of things. I think yes. we have uh, I have a picture on my phone of you and I at... Uh, at, a, at, a, at a function, yeah, yes. Yeah, it was sent there and it looked like it was Christmas time. So it probably was the New Year's Eve. Yeah, but long time ago that's no. when Eddie Donkers used to be a dancing machine. Yeah, yeah. instructor. Yeah. Showed everybody how to do it. Yeah. We had are, a lot of fun. Those are good times. Yep. Hopefully we'll bring those back. Is there something going on at the Curling Club on New Year's? Nope. Not at the present time. But but the club is booked every Saturday through the month of January. It's already full. So and, that's, and that's a big change. 
and the weekend first weekend in February because that's the uh, that's the seniors provincial qualifiers. Yeah, well, what you're going to worry about that? I am. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to be playing in it. Well, when we're not on the radio, <laughs> you can reach us at yes, we'll see you at the provincial okay, qualifiers. Right, okay, right, yeah. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. To listen to this show or any of our shows, go to peterinch.ca, hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.